2: especially in the case of new evidence. It shouldn't be taken seriously, so just don't.
0: Ah, the good old days of the late 80s and early 90s, when most people had about 10 channels to choose from on the TV, Slap bracelets and scrunchies were all the rage. Everybody who was somebody had a pair of Z Cavarici jeans and champion brand sweatpants from the bargain bin at the local Walmart. With fairly limited options on TV, sitcoms were all the rage. You could come to school the morning after a show and everyone was a buzz about the episode of whatever popular show was on the night before. Today's show's subject was one of the best known characters on one of the more popular shows of this time. Dustin Diamond as Screech on Saved by the Bell. We hadn't quite reached the internet age yet, so why wouldn't you believe that he was the brother of Mike D from the Beastie Boys? Or maybe Paul from the Wonder Years was Marilyn Manson? Without the internet right at your fingertips, it was hard to tell what to believe sometimes. Screech was a geeky, goofy fan favorite that often provided the comedic relief but could never land the girl of his dreams, Lisa Turtle. But what became of Dustin Diamond after his Saved by the Bell fame? We saw and heard of some of the more explicit details in a tape he released, and sometimes saw him briefly on some shitty reality shows. But will we ever see Dustin back on a hit show? And today's show will relive those golden years while diving into the life and times of the beloved Screech. Snuggle up in that Ferrari bed, apply one more spray of the Aquanet, pop open a tab soda, and enjoy this episode of Asshole Court. Alright, before we kick off this episode, I want to preface it with the fact that we aren't going to sit and bash a dude that just passed away. We aren't completely heartless, and it's still very raw and real to the family and friends. Yes, he's the subject of our show, and yes, it's going to be funny. We aren't going to sit and make fun of cancer or anything like that. Just want to throw that out there in case anyone was going to be triggered by our conversation.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, like, Screech, he was he was a beloved character on the show. Without you a know. doubt. He was quite the nerd, but, I mean, he was great at what he did.
0: No, absolutely. All right, with all that said, what is your initial score for Dustin Diamond, a.k.a. Screech?
1: All right, so for Screech, I liked Screech. He definitely had the comedic relief portion on the show, or that uh, character on the show, and I know it had to be tough for him when you're surrounded by Mario Lopez and Mark Paul Gossler, and you're Screech. And also, to boot, he was a couple years younger than the yeah, everybody else on the cast, yep. so... I mean, it's one thing when you're in your mid-30s and you're on a cast and maybe you know, you're know you 31 and everybody else is 35 or something like that. But when you're 16 and like 15, 14, 13, that's a pretty big gap to try and fill mm-hmm. um, at that time. I've heard about a couple of his antics later on after the bell, and I'm sure we're going to get into that as we get into the show. Oh, for sure. But I would say... I think he just kind of got a little bit of a, a a bad deal from the Saved by the Bell years, where he was just kind of this goofy kid around kids who were a little bit older than him and a lot cooler. So I think he just got a little bit of a raw deal. So a pre-show asshole score for Dustin Diamond, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him a five point five.
2: No, okay, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. And I, uh, am, you know. Saved by the Bell was such like a cultural touchstone for anybody that existed in the late eighties, early nineties, as a kid or whatever. And uh, you know, part of that is that uh, you know it was it was a huge thing. He was a celebrity, right? A massive celebrity for our generation.
1: And it's uh, hard for any kid to be a massive celebrity. That's what I'm
2: saying. I immediately handicap my score for any childhood star because they go through some horrific shit. That's like, pretty
0: fair. Yeah,
2: yeah. So um, you know, I know a lot of the stuff just because. You know, as a kid that grew up in that time, you sort of catch a bead on all of these people that were in Saved by the Bell, and immediately, like, I find myself like even one time watching shows Mark Paul Gosler's and just because I was like, oh, it's the fucking Zach from Say by the Bell, yeah, exactly. And and the horrible shows, and I only watched about fifteen <laughs> minutes, but I still like I, I'm like I owe it to you, dude, because you know whatever. <laughs> I spent my uh, after school time uh, watching uh, the show, so uh, I'm gonna say. For Dustin Diamond, for Screech, you know, all the shit that I know he did, I don't know, man. I'll, I'll give him a, a 4.5. I think he's above, slightly above average asshole, but, you know, horrible circumstances to, to grow up
0: in. No, absolutely. So, child and teenage TV stars are always a bit of a crapshoot, right? It's cool when you see some wind up having long, successful careers, and then you have, like, fucking Scott Bayo that shows up at the GOP convention, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Screech was what I thought, you know, a pretty funny character on one of my favorite shows growing up. Absolutely. You hate to hear all the bad stuff about someone once you've enjoyed watching, but hell, they're human and humans in general, as we know, kind of suck. We'll learn exactly what kind of kept Dustin Diamond in the news after his TV fame, but I don't think it was to the point where he would score too, too high on our scale. No. Uh, I'm going to start him off with a 4.25. Okay.
2: All right. Just barely above average. Just a tick.
1: All right. Well, with a 5.5 from Buddy, a 4.5 from Mikey, and a 4.25 from Randy, Dustin Diamond's pre-show asshole score is a 4.75. Okay. Same All
0: right. Good deal. Awesome. You boys ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Dustin Neil Diamond was born on January 7th, <laughs> 1977 Dun- in San Jose, <laughs> California. Yes, his middle name is Neil, and yes... It's after the beloved crooner, Neil Diamond. Oh, yeah, nice. my dad was
2: a huge Neil Diamond fan. Hot August nights, bro.
0: I mean, you already had the last name. I guess just fucking go for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. d Yeah. His father, D&D. yeah. <laughs> you guys remember Saving Silverman? Diamonds in the Rough? Oh yeah, sure, yeah. it was awesome.
2: It's, yeah, it was a great movie actually.
0: Diamond's father, Mark, worked for the uh, computer processing firm and his mother, Jamie, was a computer operator for Pacific Bell. Mark is still alive, but Dustin's mother died of breast cancer in 1996. He also had an older brother, Ryan Diamond, that passed away of a heart condition in 1983 at the age of eight. Damn. Yeah. Tragic, bro. Although his father was Jewish, Diamond attended Zion Lutheran School in Anaheim, California. So, born in San Jose, went to school in Anaheim. Strange
2: though. Zion Lutheran School? Like, it is like Jewish Lutheran or whatever? (laughs) Zionist Lutheran? I can see him like fitting in with the Jews. He had the hair. Oh, no. He was definitively (laughs) Jewish. (laughs) But what I'm saying is it cracks me up that it's like a Lutheran place, but there's also picking up one of the biggest like name brands of Judaism ever, like Zion. So anyway, he was, yeah. was Juthrin. Juthrin. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: Dustin caught the acting bug as a child and got his first roles in 1987.
2: Correction, his parents wanted to put him in there to make money for him.
1: <laughs> well, funny enough, in the I watched the the Safe by the Bell, the Untold Story, or yeah, another, yeah, and in it he said that like his dad was always bitching at him. Like whenever he would take him to set and stuff, he was like, I got to drive an hour here and an oh, hour okay. back so you can fulfill your dream. This shit better take off. And he was like, all right. Well, yeah, then so. I stand corrected. A lot of
2: times you get those like stage moms or stage dads that push their kid into it. Like the, the kid-
0: fucking pageant parents. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm thinking like, you know, you're 10 years old is it, and you're like, I, my dream is to be an actor. Like, and it.
0: You just got done pulling lizards and rocks out of your pocket, yeah, you know? Yeah, and that's yeah. real.
2: Like, if my son comes to me, he's like, I have a vision. I want to be an actor. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Go do the like dishes or something. Go mow the lawn. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. You, you, you're not go making a, career
0: decisions right now, my <laughs> go man. Go be a YouTube star, son. Oh, yeah. God. Like, do it yourself. Don't get me started on that. Dustin voiced a chubby kid in the TV movie Yogi's Great Escape and played little Sonny in It's a Living, season five, episode 10. Do you guys remember It's a Living? I don't remember no. that, no. I had to Google it as well, because I don't remember it. And it was a legit sitcom. Yeah, it like, sounds like a, it's eight, a living. Yeah, it was straight <laughs> 80s sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I looked it up, and it was uh, nothing worth really watching. But he was fat at the time? No. And they just voiced a oh, chubby Oh, I thought said a chubby Okay. Yeah, I he got voiced, voiced it. it was a, It was a cartoon. I was like, I got to oh. see a yeah. little fat screech, man. And I got to <laughs> look that <laughs> Yeah, right? And then he was in It's a Living, which was a sitcom. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ah. When Dustin was in fifth grade, he caught the break that would change his life forever. Dustin tried out for and landed the role of Samuel Screech Powers in a new show called Good Morning, Miss Bliss. That's right. I remember that. Which transformed into the classic show a lot of us spent countless hours watching, Saved by the Bell.
2: Yeah, Miss Bliss was, what's her name, from uh, the Parent Trap, the original Parent Trap. That's exactly and all right. She yep. was a child
0: star of her own. Yeah, That's right. absolutely.
1: Yep. And that show was set in like Indiana. Correct. So then it was kind of weird when Say by the Bell came on. They got rid of Miss Bliss, but all went of a sudden Screech and Zach were in California. Yes. You know.
0: Their dads got jobs. They did together. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. And they
2: went to college together later on. Living in the same dorm room.
0: <laughs> Dustin had some competition when trying out for the part. Namely, one skinny, awkward kid most of us know now as an adult. Stephen Colbert. Oh Colbert said
2: dropping a factoid on us there. You like that? Yeah, I bet Stephen Colbert this week is just like, thank God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Colbert said in an interview with Ryan Reynolds that he auditioned for the part as a child but obviously was not selected. So yeah, Stephen Colbert tried out for Wow. Could you imagine imagine? if Dustin
1: Diamond had been then turned into Stephen Colbert? The Daily Show? Yeah. (laughs) The
0: fucking Diamond Report? (laughs) Jesus screech was an integral part of the show he injected a lot of the comedic relief with his goofy awkward antics quickly becoming a fan favorite all right boys what is your most memorable moment in saved by the bell other than jesse spano taking caffeine pills completely losing your shit with i'm so excited i'm so I'm so excited exactly i'm so scared zach
1: I, I like that they handled that episode, but I mean, come on, it was caffeine pills. Like, couldn't they go? Well, they, were, yeah. they were trying
0: to reach to a, a more you know realistic topic and give a little bit of depth to the show by tackling some of the more you yeah. Know, but she could have been doing issues. some coke, oh, man. Got... <laughs> She's Just a fucking teenager. Girls. What kind of oh, money she California, got? Uh, come
2: on. What kind of money does she have? Now, look, here's the deal. This was like I don't know if anybody listening to the show is younger than 30 years old, then you, you're not going to remember. But it was every. Sitcom Out There had a very special episode for each season. So the very special episode for Family Ties was uh when we well, had two of them one was when alex p keaton michael j fox got hooked on speed pills as yeah. well it was always speed pills yeah and there was another one where tom hanks played his uncle that was an alcoholic and was drinking like vanilla extract for real uh <laughs> then Carlton there was
1: on um the yeah. had one well it speed, was speed pills yeah. always speed pills yeah. on the jesse brunch.
2: spano got on speed pills then you had the uh the, the most horrific one of all which was the uh, different strokes where there was the child molester that was getting uh, them to take their shirts off and take pictures, and the guy oh, that played I remember the, that yeah, and right. the guy that played the child molester was the guy that played the Maytag repairman, who was <laughs> it's a true story, who was yeah like a fucking cultural capitalist icon for the '80s. The guy who fixed your washer never had to fix it because Maytag shit works so well. Was taking nude pictures of uh, <laughs> of kids. I'm tired of being the good guy. I want to change up my image a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But so that's why, like, the, the context is there is that, like, they were trying to make it a special episode and it was just absurd. And uh, so it, there's some other stuff we can talk about, too, because, uh, like, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. Like, Zach Morris was a sociopathic monster. On yeah. show. I'll, I'll give him. you that
1: yeah. He was great during the time But when you look back At it in reflection Like wow yeah. it, it was Yeah very uh, narcissistic So and favorite
0: and moments Other than the caffeine pills So side note do you guys ever see Showgirls did Of course you? Of course oh Yeah everybody God. Beat God, off like, of that
1: I think Jesus. everybody Who was like In our age group Got like at First the rumor came out That one of the three girls Was going to be In a movie Where like, they were going To be like naked be Kelly Kapowski were, I know that was yeah. All of us We're like <laughs> yeah. yeah Come on And it was like It's going to be Jesse And you're like Alright I can deal with that you know, she was my least. I was I was a big Lisa Turtle fan. I was, dude, I was like, big, Lisa was. I she, was fine with man, if it. Had been she any got of
0: full them. on like yeah, I naked in, vag like raunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah dude, I, was was, I mean it was like she a, was getting
2: finger blasted in that shit. Totally watched that on HBO at fourteen. <laughs> just <laughs> completely
0: enjoying myself. So I have several favorites, but my best was the fight.
2: Yeah. Oh or, uh, yeah. Zach Clean. and
0: Slater get into a fight in the hallway over a girl that they're both trying to get with. Of course. Uh, they both land a shot or two. Then, yeah, like, classic- he, like,
2: it like, obviously, like
1: Slater's not going to just beat his ass. I was ass about ragged. to say, dude.
0: <laughs> let's be real. AC Slater would have wiped the floor with mm-hmm. that dude. Oh, if it was dude. A real Preppy would have
1: been. He would have taken Preppy to Pound Town. Yes.
0: There were also some good moments in season three where they went to work at the beach resort with a yeah, uh, smoking hot Stacy Carosi. Carosi. That's okay. right.
1: Now I don't like Leah Remini as an <sighs> adult, but her uh, on that show was some, one of the hottest girls on there, oh, yeah. like hands down,
0: dude. And you had lots of bikini shots with uh, Tiffany Brathwaite. Oh th- man, th- that, that didn't was hurt great. much either. So but then
1: the the boyfriend came in. Uh, or the new guy came in that stole her from Zach that happened multiple times yeah, yeah I was, I
0: actually brushed up on to say by the bell this week and there's yep. one where Jesse had a stepbrother from New York yeah uh, that came into town he was the evil stepbrother yeah but he oh, was like yeah. hey what's up yeah. I'm from New York yeah. hey hey <laughs> and look they, the titties on this bitch <laughs> <laughs> they wrecked Mr. Belding's car and he yeah. wound up fixing it for him oh yeah that's right it's nice. yeah. right yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's
2: There are multiple episodes that are just... No, I'm going to be honest because uh, the show is fucking horrible, man. Like Everybody says that. It's it did like, not
1: age well no. at all. No, but it was
2: it was so... Like I said, every day I got home from school, the replays were on because it was in syndication at that point, And I watched it uh, for an hour every fucking day. Like, yeah. and, that,
0: and that's a good point you bring up. So Saved by the Bell started to differentiate itself because it was on... Do you remember when it aired live? Or not live, but the... The fresh episodes would be four oh five and four thirty five Saturday morning. Right. That's, yeah. That's by the right. time we
1: were watching, it was in syndication, but it was the first one of the first shows that wasn't
0: a cartoon. A cartoon. Yep. And so that's, that's what kind of like put itself, into the
1: twelve and thirteen year olds. That's
0: right. It put itself on the map. It was exactly like you said. They tried to curtail it off of kids coming off the cartoon blast going mm-hmm. into yeah. they're a little more mature. Saved but by the Bell. not ready for
1: the older shit. That's right. They saved by the Bell, filled who's, the Who's boys. the boss? Yeah. You know, and stuff yep. like that. But yeah. they needed
0: something. I mm-hmm. caught
2: it in syndication. I never watched it Saturday morning.
0: I watched right. some Saturday morning. I watched some Saturday region. morning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. My
2: sister did, but like I, I caught it later on when it was on syndication.
1: But
0: I mean, uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen was just ungodly she was, that hot. Was a, I, I want to
1: say it was probably my first like hard crush yeah. as a kid was Tiffany Amber oh, Thiessen. Yeah, it makes you sense. Know. My favorite
2: episode, though, was when the movie star came to town and uh, they found drugs, which the, the drugs were a roach. They're like, it's a roach. And it was a little tiny burnt, yeah. like a little little tiny pinner ass joint they found <laughs> in the bathroom. And like the the like the like way they all treated it was it was like that they had discovered like Auschwitz. You know what I'm saying? Like they were
0: like,
1: oh
2: my God. And uh, it turned out, of course, that it was the Hollywood star that also was trying to fucking bang Kelly. Of course, Of course. Of course. Um, yeah, why
0: wouldn't he? I mean, of course he was. Well, she's oh, your yeah. age and all. Yeah, but you she's know. in high
2: school. He's like a movie star. She's like legit 16. But, uh, yeah, I think that one was good. But I mean, there's so many. Uh, there's so many. They're all relatively they, shitty and funny. They're but. all
1: kind of just the same. See, I don't. I, I watched like maybe one or two episodes before we did this show just to kind of get refreshed up on it, but I wouldn't put any of them in my top favorites. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I watched the one where, uh, Kelly's dad lost his job right before prom. Yeah, cause she was broke. Yeah, and so she couldn't go to prom with Zach. And so um,
0: I think everybody had a girl like that in high school that was really hot, yep, but kind of poor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, and it is what it is. That's yeah. that's life, right? Yeah, but-
2: it's true. Like when I see a, a hot chick that's like uh, serving me a burger somewhere or whatever, I'm like, you know, if I wasn't married, I'd be like, hey, how's it going? I'm, 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 you're, you're accessible. <laughs> because, I mean, obviously I'm doing better in life, I
1: think, right?
0: <laughs> you want to be with a businessman, yeah, girl? Yeah, that's it.
1: Middle management here all day, baby. So, yeah, I don't really have a favorite episode that I can recall off the top of my head. Uh, the, uh, the other one I watched, I believe uh, Zach was getting in trouble by Mr. Belding for something. He almost got a month's worth of detention. Like, not just like four weeks, but like yeah. 28 or 30 days worth of detention, yeah. Saturday detentions. Or he could try and recruit a class full of people for the army program that was going on at school. Oh, man. And so uh, he took that because Mr. Belding really wanted the program to succeed. And he was like going around telling a bunch of lies just to get people into the classroom.
0: Sounds like Zach.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. We'll get into that in a minute.
2: But (laughs) I only remember one line from Screech that was really uh, actually still kind of cracks me up, which is really stupid. But uh, Screech was going to run away. And I think I remember if it was Lisa or somebody else and they were going to get married. And so he goes into Mr. Belding's office, and Mr. Belding's like, Screech. He was like, you cantaloupe. And he said, don't call me a cantaloupe, you melonhead.
0: <laughs> it's so fucking cheesy, but. <laughs> I watched the one today where uh, Zach meets a freshman at USC, mm-hmm. and he tells her he's in college too, and he got invited to the attic. So the okay. Max was the high school hangout joint the attic was the 18 and over dance club yeah. right? and uh he get a fake id to get in there all three of them did ac slater zach and screech showed up to the fucking attic screech yes. had on a fake mustache Yeah. <laughs> and side note the outfits that these dudes rock them oh so man so show subject screech his shit was so off the wall yeah. like i watched a couple hours of this shit this week i'm like this dude's outfits were just
2: no, Insane. it brings it reminds me because I remember going into, I think it was like seventh grade and I had gone, like my mom, like at that age, I didn't want to buy new clothes. I was trying to convince my mom to just let me buy a Sega CD with my clothes budget. <laughs> but she was like, she said, is that an option? You have to go get clothes. So I remember like the day before, remember how hype you are about wearing new clothes at school and all that shit. And I put on this it outfit. out
0: before the night. It was
2: yeah. a t-shirt. And then I put a button up, like it was like a, it wasn't a Hawaiian shirt, but it was sim- somewhat similar. But I left it unbuttoned so you could see the t-shirt underneath the jeans. And I walked out and I was like, this is pretty tight. And my sister was like, you look like Screech. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they had him dress up a lot too. Uh, they had um dress up as Abraham Lincoln Yes. Uh, for a skit. They had him dress up as Geraldo for a skit. Nice. Geraldo. Yeah, man. man. They, he had on like this like plastic looking wig. And he was like, my name is... Screech Heraldo (laughs) Screech Rivera. All right. Welcome to.
0: Funny enough, we're going to have another Abraham Lincoln reference later in the show. There you go. Not what you guys think, but it'll be Abraham
1: Lincoln.
0: Quick, before your boss walks by and you have to minimize your screen, give us a quick follow on Twitter and Instagram and give us a like on Facebook. Your support is much appreciated. Diamond played the role of Screech for close to 13 years from the beginning as Good Morning Miss Bliss through its final incarnation, Saved by the Bell, the new class. Continuing the series into college, Saved by the Bell, the college years. You would think after having a role like Screech would be a great Kickstarter into more roles down the line and happiness and fame, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he did date Candace Cameron of Full House fame. And now, a staple on the Hallmark channel for a brief stint in the mid 1990s. He dated and
1: her? Candace, was huge back oh, then. Dude, yep,
0: dated Candace she Cameron. She did
1: get huge, too. Oh, <laughs> she got, yeah, big oh, dude.
0: Big old booty. Now she's uh, looking right on the Hallmark channel. Yeah. Uh, she married a uh, retired hockey player. Well, good for yeah. him. Not so fast. In a 2013 interview with Oprah's OWN network, Diamond said The hardest thing about being a child star is giving up your childhood. You don't get a childhood, really. You're a performer. You have to know your lines and rehearse and practice, making sure you're the funniest and best you can be, because if you weren't, you'd be replaced. It also led to one of the worst nightmares for actors being typecast.
2: Uh, Yeah, Yeah. totally typecast. His dad was like, I fucking told you, Dustin. Told you, dumbass. (laughs) Shouldn't have been driving you, wasting Mm -hmm. all that
0: time in traffic. Diamond said, I'd audition, and every single time they'd say, hey, we loved it, but we saw too much screech in it. Well, I guess I can't change my bone structure, so what do you want me to do?
1: Change that's, your phone structure. <laughs> that's what a lot of them said for a long time. They had a hard time getting gigs on anything. And it was yeah. always just like, I see too much Jesse Spano. I see too much AC yeah. Slater in this. You it was know, a definitive
2: so. role. Yeah. It was like Christopher Reeves with Superman. How the fuck can you be anything else but Superman? Or uh, the other one uh, that we can talk about, which is Urkel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Leo White. Leo white. Yeah. white hasn't had a fucking working day in his life since that shit. And I mean, at, his parents at the time, I mean... I'm not, I'm, like, the money that was rolling in at that time, you're like, this is never going to end. But you have to know. I think actors are a little bit better nowadays being like, holy shit, I should really avoid getting typecast. That's why right. you see like dudes like Robert Pattison being like, okay, I got to get the fuck out of this.
0: After the Saved by the Bell years, Screech went on to launch a new career in stand-up comedy. Although he didn't turn into the next Burt Kreischer, he did perform going around the country for a few years with his act. It was the mid-2000s when the world got the first stories about post-Saved by the Bell Screech. Diamond was a fan of professional wrestling. He appeared at Memphis Championship Wrestling in April 2002 and appeared on the NWA's TNA's Asylum Weekly pay-per-view. Bill does screech. He challenged TNA's bellkeeper, Tiny the Bellkeeper, to a boxing match, which he won by knockout in 42 seconds. You guys totally. remember him on um, Celebrity Boxing? I remember no. Celebrity
2: Boxing, but I don't remember his name.
0: F- I think he fought Horseshack, the guy. I don't know. That's even, right. Yeah. That's right.
2: The dude from uh, Welcome Back, Cotter. That's right. And yeah, because there was terrible. also Vanilla Ice fought, I think, Greg
1: Brady. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's some weird setups. <laughs> yeah, there's some there. weird shit. Yeah. yeah you I, think, like, I, th- I think Screech became a black belt. He did. Uh, he absolutely during, did. Yeah, like yep. during his time, I think he was trying to, like, toughen up his image and stuff like yeah. that. So. Yeah. But that face. Man, you nothing know, no yeah. you can do about
0: that face, yeah. Dory. <laughs> in 2003, Diamond purchased a home in Port Washington, Wisconsin, just two years removed from a bankruptcy filing in 2001. Diamond appeared on Howard Stern's radio show in 2006 and told the audience he was potentially getting evicted from the house. His plan to sell $15 t-shirts to stave off foreclosure of the house. He told the Milwaukee Sentinel Journal that his parents had spent money that he earned on "Say by the Bell." And that he had made massive tax miscalculations.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty standard story. And I remember him going on the Howard Stern show, and I was like, You chose the wrong venue, brother. Howard Stern is going to give you so much shit. He just sat, I mean, literally just made fun of the fucking dude the entire time. I mean, that's and then what he also went does, on, you know. Well, yeah. and he also, I think he went on like Opie and Anthony or some other shows like that. And they were just like, What a fucking loser. Like, no respect for this dude at all. Like, I remember watching it and like cringing because I felt so bad. 'Cause he was like, I'm trying to save my house. And I mean, yeah, it was it was desperate, but you were just like,
1: I mean, you don't gotta be a dick to the guy, but they, they were. That's what Mark Paul Gossler was saying was that all of them got shitty deals from Save by the Bell, where they weren't they don't they don't catch any money from it nowadays at all. Oh wow. So like, yeah, they all just got whatever they got at the time, and then that was it. So if you were able to get a career after that, I mean, you were set, but I mean, like, I went back and looked at the net worth of like the whole cast. Uh, as of his death, Screech was at about a three hundred thousand dollar net worth. Okay. Um, and Mr. Belding, Dennis Haskins, was also around that three hundred thousand mark. But then I mean you start going up and I want to say Lisa Turtles at like two million dollars, Lark Voorhees, yeah. Elizabeth Berkeley's next at like six million. Uh Tiffany
2: Amber Thason still did all she's right. got a ten yeah. million
1: dollar net worth. Yeah. Zach Morris or Mark Gosler's about eight million. But Mario Lopez oh, yeah. is the star he's on done all well. that. yeah. Dude, he's that, he's, he's but, got a twenty-five million dollar net worth.
2: If if you could go back in time, what I would tell Tiffany Amber Thiessen is like, just take some nude pictures now and put them in a safe deposit box. <laughs> <laughs> some real freak shit, and then just wait. And then what you want to do is right around, I don't know, twenty
0: twenty one. You want to sell that for Bitcoin? Oops, yeah. Oops, <laughs> twenty twenty. Sell it for Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dustin said that he didn't drink or use drugs and had never been arrested and only has two traffic tickets in his life. Diamond called the situation an injustice that could happen to anyone and his $15 t-shirt a potential cult classic for an audience he thinks would give him any kind of money that his career hasn't. I just don't get paid $250,000 in 30 days, said Diamond, who said his savings had been drained over the years. The t-shirt had a picture of Dustin on the front holding a sign that said, Save my house. And on the back, it said, I paid fifteen dollars to save Screech's house with an extra "e" in Screech, so he didn't infringe on any copyright That's issues. Right. Oh Screech. man, yeah. I remember that whole t-shirt selling deal. I did too. Yeah. yeah. A couple years earlier in 2004, his then girlfriend Jennifer Misner suffered a miscarriage on their first child due to an ectopic pregnancy. Ugh. An ectopic pregnancy is when the fertilized egg implants outside the uterus. Oh, thanks, Doctor Randy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I had to <a> <laughs> be Doctor Randall
1: for that one. <laughs>
0: The fertilized egg can't survive outside the uterus. If left to grow, it may damage nearby organs and cause life-threatening loss of blood. I don't know why I giggled, just because you call me Dr. Randy.
2: He uh- <laughs> said fucking lo- loss
0: of blood.
2: It could happen. It could happen.
0: The Mutant couple- baby. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. The couple never had children, but the miscarriage clearly had a major impact on them because it prompted Diamond and Misner to set up a charity dedicated to helping children. The charity was called the Dustin Diamond Foundation. While the charity was active, the charity reportedly was dedicated to supporting organizations that specialize in child care. They would host dinners and stuff to raise money. Uh, Not a bad look at all. He wound up marrying Misner in 2009, although the two separated in 2013. 2006 would also bring us probably the most memorable story about Dustin Diamond post-saved, the sex tape. Oh, yeah. In 2006, Diamond directed and released his own sex tape, Screeched, Saved by the Smell. Gross. Oh, man. It was was
1: nasty. (laughs) You could have come with a better name than that. Oh, no. Not 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 because of the
0: content. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Initially, Diamond claimed the sex tape got out because he and some buddies had a monthly gathering where they exchanged such tapes, which earned points based on what we're able to accomplish on the tapes. What? We do it almost like poker the tape could have been left in anybody's home machine computer the people that are involved in this group of friends who exchange tapes are all profile people it was shot in a hotel diamond is holding the camera and narrating as he engages two women in various combinations and positions the tape begins with diamond in a bathtub narrating what's to come it ends with diamond introducing one of the women to a dirty Sanchez. Yeah, oh, you guys, no. you guys familiar with the dirty Sanchez? Oh no. yeah,
2: hence hands, hands the save by the smell. That's right. right. Go ahead,
1: Doctor Randy. Are you gonna get us? What this?
0: are you got? What other positions are you guys familiar with? Oh my God, and there's so many.
1: I mean, yeah, you've
0: got uh, the cherry pie, gross, mm. the rusty trombone, which has gained popularity in yeah. recent years, and then probably the funniest, the Abe Lincoln. The gorilla face? Yes. Do you know what the Abe Lincoln is? I don't, is? Know, Do you know, I what don't the, know what the Abe Lincoln is. All right. Is. The Abe Lincoln is when uh, you discharge on the young lady's face. Oh,
2: gross. You could say it in a less nasty way. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you, you could say on you her face, blow a load face. on her face right, and I, it sounds less nasty <laughs> than discharge. All right.
0: You uh, you come on her face <laughs> and uh, rip your own pubes out and throw them in the cum, giving her a beard. That's, <laughs> that's oh. Abe Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A.K.A. the gorilla face. That's right. Absolutely oh, filthy. Shit. Yeah. And know. cherry pie is similar, but you uh, punch her in the nose afterwards and swirl it with the blood. Yeah.
2: And, oh. I, and I'll be oh. honest right now, my mom is extremely proud of the work I do on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just disgusting. That's right. So, the Dirty Sanchez classic is, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely where you. Uh, stick your finger in a butthole and then wipe it above their upper lip, oh. giving them the poop mustache, hence oh. the dirty Sanchez. Yeah. Oh. yeah. These are all Dude.
2: sex moves that nobody actually does Ever. except for Dustin Diamond. <laughs> And then, yeah, I decided to make a sex tape because this was the period where sex tapes were prolific. That's right. And every celebrity was like, I'll drop a sex tape and make it huge. This is why we have the Kardashians right now is yeah. because of a quote unquote leaked sex tape.
1: Oh, yeah. Like the uh, Paris Hilton. Yes, and Paris Hilton Hilton the Night original Paris. one was uh, Pamela Anderson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. And
0: yeah, you had Colin Farrell had a sex tape. Colin Farrell did it, huh? Yeah. And the guy that essentially had possession or the, the owner of the sex tape was a guy that professionally did this. Yeah. Celebrity sex tapes was like his deal.
1: Okay, now he said he didn't do this though, right?
0: Yeah, several years later, Diamond stated in an interview on Oprah, where are they now, that he was not actually in the sex tape, rather a stunt double and had his likeness added onto it. He said that the penis in the sex tape was fake. Uh he eventually expressed regret telling me Associated Press, I kind of wish I hadn't gone exactly that route. Yeah. You know, you
1: this isn't the first time that he's gotten trouble for a videotape either. Back when Saved by the Bell was running, he started hanging out with this guy on set. They, they only name him as Eric on the show. And I think he was an extra maybe on one or two of the episodes. But he was kind of that guy that was like, yeah, Mark Paul and AC are definitely and Mario are definitely, you know, just dicks. You're the star of the show. So he buddy buddied up with him and he videotaped Dustin smoking weed. And, you know, they were just (laughs) hanging around, just having
2: a good time. So the erosion of that episode was screeching. Probably (laughs) (laughs) screeching, yeah. Cool. Good.
1: Actually, it gives them some cool points. And so the guy, Eric, was like, yo, man, you need to get me a role on the show. And Mm. Dustin was like, I tried to get you on, but he was like, well, you need to fucking try harder or I'm going to leak this tape. Blackmailed. Blackmailed him for the tape. And uh, I think Dustin ended up going to the network and they... Buried him in lawsuits And Can stuff Can you like that? imagine <laughs>
2: Being the like Executive on this show And they're like Screech is smoking weed like, Are you for real
1: now, Yeah actually, Screech Actually he turned into A drunk for a while There on the set He got pissed off For a long time That he wasn't getting Any of like The girls on the set And all this stuff There was even One time uh, At During the fourth season, they wanted to extend the show out. They had the kids contracted for 14 episodes, and they wanted to make 26 episodes Mm. and keep on going with it. And that's when uh, Tiffany Amber and Elizabeth Berkeley exited out of the show, but they wanted them to sign on for more, so they decided to give the kids a taste of the good life. They sent Mark Paul and Tiffany Amber to Paris for some meet-and-greets with plenty of time to sightsee. They sent Lark and Elizabeth to New York for the same, and Mario went down to Miami. To you know, yeah. go down there.
2: It's in the Hispanic down <laughs> to the Cuban. Right. Yeah,
0: that's
1: right. They're in the show and the unauthorized documentary, they're like, Mario, are you cool with going to uh, Miami? He was like, Hell yeah, mama, you know. Oh, I hated him.
2: And uh Really? Yeah, I hated AC Slater.
1: We'll really? Get into, we'll get into that <laughs> we'll get into that. Dustin was sent to Spartanburg, South Carolina. <laughs> oh god. Where he says he spent most of his time at a rec center signing autographs. And that dude Eric was with them as well And they got hammered before the meet and greet <laughs> And like uh, The producers came down on Screech And we were like what the fuck you cannot do this You represent the show and you cannot do this shit When you're out there And uh, You just can't do this shit at all But he started getting like really hammered And stuff like it's that towards Spartanburg? The end. Yeah in Spartanburg I, South Carolina The only too. thing
0: I remember about being, I've been to Spartanburg South Carolina yeah, too. There's a great barbecue restaurant there <laughs> That's about all I remember. Yeah, uh, just yeah. like
1: Paris and New York. That's right. Miami. Miami. Uh, yeah.
2: Fusion food. <laughs> That's uh, right. Uh, yeah,
0: very high class, Yeah,
1: Especially back in the 90s. <laughs> like, Dude, they're shit there.
0: In 2009, Diamond published an inside story that shows cast and crew from his point of view titled Behind the Bell. The book wasn't a good look for most of the Saved by the Bell cast. One piece of gossip he reveals or claims is that Mark Paul Gosselaar, Zach Morris, used steroids. Gosselier has denied (laughs) this. Picked the wrong one, man. That was Slater that was on steroids. Gosselier denied it, but Diamond insisted it was true. He said, while he admitted it to me while we were sitting in a limo, he told me straight out, face to face. So it's kind of hard to refute that. Plus, you can't lie to your eyes. If you watch the college years, you can see the massive amount, like 25 pounds of growth occur in two months. Diamond also claims that drug use occurred and that Mario Lopez was a ladies' man from a very young age. I mean, whoa, yeah. yeah. Diamond also alleges in the book that he had sex with over two thousand women. Yes. Wilt Chamberlain in the flesh. Man, did you tell you how he did it? Ah, uh-huh. he smeared poop on their on their <laughs> upper lip. <laughs> well,
1: that was after he had gotten them. Yeah. But uh, no, he would uh go over to Disneyland and he would just oh, walk God. around until he was uh you know noticed and then he would he said I'd have my picking of the litter. At that point. There you Disneyland, go. huh?
0: 13-year-olds, yeah, yeah. I guess, huh? So, I, I honestly, I'm having a hard time getting Screech's O-face out of my head <laughs> at this point. Yeah.
1: Now, he also, in that uh, tell-all, he went into himself a little bit, too. He didn't, like, leave out himself out of everything. According to the actor, one of the extras on the set embarrassed and belittled him in front of the rest of the cast, which he didn't take too kindly to. And instead of letting it go, Diamond found her purse and peed in it. So. <laughs>
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. You know. I mean, I feel like a dump would have been more... <laughs> right, yeah. Because you'll find that later. She didn't pick that purse up, and it's like the, there's just pee dripping out of it, but a doo-doo. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? She's like, I remember picking up this fucking baby Ruth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Diamond later commented on the book's content in a December 2013 appearance on Where Are They Now segment on the OWN Network. Oprah. In, in which he stated that the book was ghostwritten by an author who simply interviewed him and compiled the book from his answers. He claimed that the many parts of the book, such as allegations of teen sex and drug use, were fabricated from very minor statements he made during the interviews, such as his remark, yeah, we were a bunch of kids on set with hormones, so what do you think? Yeah. yeah.
2: What do you but, expect? And that's sort of a, uh, he keeps doing that. He keeps doing fucked up shit and then going on and being like, ah, oh, I didn't really mean it. You know what I'm saying? You're like, this is own up to the shit.
0: Screech had a band. He oh, did. really? Yeah, called the Salty Pocket Knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Right. Played bass. It was he called Salty the, the Pocket Knife. Salty right? the Pocket Knife. That's right. Yep. And he played bass and wrote all the songs. Yeah,
2: big fan. It's actually pretty rad. I mean, if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, it's pretty much as good as Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. yeah. It's called
2: Dark Side of the Bell was their second <laughs> episode, and he actually had uh, it was recorded
1: at the Max. Dark Side of the Sanchez.
0: That's it. Yeah. The darker Sanchez. Gross. God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the show. As you mindlessly scroll on your phone while waiting in line for coffee, like us on all your favorite social media platforms. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at AHC Podcast. Thanks for your support. Now, back to the show.
0: Then there was the arrest. In the early hours just after Christmas on December 26, 2014, Diamond was arrested in Ozaukee County, Wisconsin for possession of a switchblade knife which he was alleged to have pulled during a bar altercation in which a man was stabbed.
1: He got his tough guy notes from the 1960s. Right? Switchblade. Switchblade, man. So the it, bass player from Salty the Pocket Knife assaulted a guy with a pocket knife?
0: And uh, uh, girlfriends would say that he always carried a pocket knife. Always yeah. had a knife on him. Because he was kind of paranoid, they said. He thought everybody had to get him. Um, and he was kind of yeah, paranoid. was he
1: already a black belt in karate? He like, was. Do you need which means that going to hurt <laughs> a lot. <laughs> worse.
0: I'll tell you right now, you can have a black belt in karate and get that motherfucking ass whooped real quick. Yeah, we you saw can have a pocket school.
1: knife and that gets pulled back on you. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, We like, went to
0: school with a dude that was like in the papers all the time for his karate exploits and was a, a black belt. You guys know what I'm talking about. He got his ass whipped one time in school by a kind of skanky dude. And uh, yeah, he never really lived that down.
2: Yeah. I mean, karate isn't really all that great. I would beat Danielson's ass to death and I'm not even that good of a fighter. <laughs> The crane kick ain't happening, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't happening. How ever. is that
1: crane kick legal? Like,
2: I, yeah. I mean, really, I, you want to put yourself on one leg, fucking go on. for
0: it. If there was ever a time to sweep the leg, wasn't that, <laughs> that it? That was it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Missed opportunity from Johnny. There you go. In an interview with fellow Say by the Bell star, Mario Lopez for Extra, Diamond said that he and fiance Amanda Schutz were out celebrating. A group of people started asking for photos when someone sucker punched his girlfriend Schutz. <laughs> He said she leaned back to me and her face was covered in blood. After one of the men in the group grabbed shuts his hair, Diamond told the host, I opened up my pocket knife and said, let my wife go immediately, which worked. Yeah. Hard okay. line there. Let my wife go. <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs>
0: let my people go. Diamond denied that he actually stabbed anyone, saying the victim nicked his arm on the tip of Diamond's pocket knife. According to court documents, the victim suffered a half inch wound under his armpit and bled heavily but he didn't even notice it had happened until moments later. That adrenaline's real. That's right. I would love to see
2: a beat-it style knife fight between Dustin Diamond and Jay-Z, uh, both who are celebrities who have stabbed a man, <laughs> and to see who comes out on top. I'm, I'm rooting I'm for rooting Jay-Z. Jay. I was about to say, my money's on yeah. Jay.
0: Officers located Dustin and his girlfriend in his car not long after the incident and the knife was in his ride. Dustin's girlfriend was booked on a disorderly conduct charge, and in May of 2015... Diamond was convicted of two misdemeanors, carrying a concealed weapon and disorderly conduct. He was cleared of the most serious charge, recklessly endangering public safety. On June 25, 2015, Diamond was sentenced to four months in jail. He served three months and was released on probation. A couple years later, he was rearrested in 2016, May, by taking an oxycodone pill, violating the terms of his probation.
2: I would love to be Screech's bunkmate.
0: I don't know about that. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It'd yeah, be watch incredible. out for that Dirty Sanchez.
2: He's going to get beat the fuck up. <laughs> <He> does that <laughs> shit. I don't care what kind of belt you got in prison, bro. Because <laughs> he probably did prison time. I mean, probably for a, a, 90 days, stabbing a dude. Yeah, he probably was went mist- county. They were, mist- yeah. Went yeah. County. They were county. Be- I can't yeah. believe he, LA, that's a too, misdemeanor like sure. that. Wisconsin? Yeah, Wisconsin. And it feels man. like it would be, if you're stabbing somebody, that's like assault with a They didn't weapon. catch him
0: with aggravated assault or anything like that. Yeah, it was Pretty light in the yeah. loafers.
2: I mean, all my time that I spent in jail, you know, I was just trying to think of a, uh, what it would be like. And, you know, generally speaking, I probably would play chess with them, hang out, you know, maybe uh, steal his lunch, his toilet paper, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Roll
0: some cigarettes. Never get
2: those cigarettes in county. Yeah. That's, that's some prison shit.
0: Get caught. <laughs> Dustin began to feel ill in January 2021. He was Aww. taken to the hospital after feeling pain all over his body and a general sense of unease. Tragically, it turned out to be cancer. He was diagnosed with stage 4 small cell carcinoma, which is commonly referred to as lung cancer, and it went through his first round of chemotherapy. The cancer started somewhere in Dustin's body and metastasized to his lungs. Dustin died on February 1st, 2021. Never smoked a cigarette in his life either. That's right.
1: Jeez, man.
0: Dustin Diamond is going to be cremated as one of his final wishes, and his ashes are going to stay with his loved ones. Dustin's close friend, Dan Block, told TMZ, once the uh, Saved by the Bell of Stars cremated, his remains will be placed in two separate urns for his father and his girlfriend. We're told there are no plans to spread Dustin's ashes. He's actually He wanted to be cremated because he didn't want people to deface Aww, uh, a gravesite. site. Yeah. That's sad. That's yeah. it. That's I right. thought,
2: like, dude, just, you know, at least get him in a Bayside trophy. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's what I would do. Maybe but that's ne- what
1: the little urns are.
2: Yeah, dude, never smoked a cigarette in his life. Catches lung cancer. Yeah. So, you know. Well, his mom died Tough of break. cancer. Didn't
1: Breast she? cancer. Breast yeah. cancer. Yeah. Brother died of cancer, yeah. too? Heart,
0: heart condition. A heart condition. Yeah. So
2: I'm just like, you know, just go ahead and smoke cigarettes. Apparently, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't, Dad. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't do that.
0: Yeah, what was he,
1: like 44 or something? something like 44.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right, boys, and that is Dustin Diamond. Okay. Yeah.
2: I feel like we should do a show on Zach Morris, though.
0: Uh, Not Mark Paul
2: Gossler, but no, Zach, Zach Morris. Zach Morris, yeah, the character. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's funny, as I've gotten older, you know, you go back and you're like, at the time, Zach Morris was like the coolest guy on the planet, but then you look at it with like he adult is. eyes, and you're like, oh my
0: God, this guy is fucking horrible. He's a horrible human being, dude. I watched an episode today where... um Zach was on the yearbook committee. Yes, and this they were, is a classic. They were having a hard time selling yearbooks in the school. So Zach came up with the idea, I'm going to make a video and we'll do a video yearbook. Mm-hmm. So we got these people to start doing interviews and he wanted a car because he didn't have enough money to buy a car. Uh-huh. He was like, I'm going to raise money.
1: There I'm was gonna, always a scheme going behind. Yeah, you.
0: absolutely. I'm going to take all the the videos of the girls that I interview, yep. put their phone number at the bottom and create a dating video <laughs> that <right>. he <laughs> sold to people all around Bayside That's right. And uh, yeah, tried to raise money to buy himself a car, and in the end, all his friends turned on him. Yeah, and um, he wound up buying the video yearbook for everybody in the school off the money he had raised for the tape. Yeah, so-
1: that was one thing that was cool about the unauthorized documentary was that starts off the whole cast comes pulling up to like one of those small meet and greets, and they're like, and they're real people. They're like, oh, "Is it going to be successful? I don't know." And as they're pulling up, all of a sudden, there's tons of people there, and they get out of the car. Everybody's cheering, and Zach goes, "Time out." You know, like how he used to when everybody Everybody freezes. freezes. Yeah. And he's like, man, who would have thought? And all of a sudden, Screech comes in. He's like, you know what? You need to shut up. And he's like, whoa, you can't do this. He was like, this is my show. I'm going to talk about it. Mm. And he, then that, everything from that point on is from Screech's perspective. Yeah, all right. He took over style. the timeout. So. Yeah,
2: no. I mean, uh, Zach was a horrible human being. He was, and for some reason, this sort of uh, greaseball behavior was really respected or whatever. Like the guy that was always trying to, dude. You know, he
0: had the fucking cell phone. Don't forget. He had the cell phone. Oh, man,
2: yeah. He did. There was one specific episode that was uh, especially atrocious. Where he was, I think he volunteered for like some sort of like teen, it wasn't a suicide hotline. It was something like that. though. yeah. yeah. And then he ended up like he was trying to use it to get dates. Oh, Yeah, you know, but he, so he meets a girl on there. She sounds beautiful. He's just all into her. He's, he's, he's going to use this, you know, duty to help people out, to help himself out. And then he... Hooks it up so he meets her and then she shows up as in a wheelchair. Yep, and like, yeah, like the look on his face when he sees her in the wheelchair is—he's
0: disgusted.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, disgusted. He's oh. absolutely disgusted, dude. Yeah, what a there piece was. Oh, uh,
0: there was another one where. It was a fat girl mm. that uh, had asked him to the dance, and he said yes because he thought it would be a good look. Yep. And throughout the whole episode, he's like, uh, yeah. I'm, I can't do this. I can't go to the dance with a fat girl. Yeah. And then he learns a life lesson because somebody gave some sort of poetic speech about you got to go with the date yeah, that brought yeah, you, yeah. whatever. So he wound up taking her, and it yeah. was all good. But. And
2: then uh, he uh, fucked her in the butt in the back of his mom's car. Dirty
0: Sanchez. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, there was another one, too, though, that he took over the school store. And so stole the money? No, not that one. Well that,
0: that would have been, been awesome. I made that up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. He <laughs> ended up getting screeched to go in there and take pictures of Kelly and Lisa and Jesse changing. So they were like in bathing suits. And then he made like big cut like cardboard Calunders? cutouts Ooh. and then was selling those in the school store. Oh, and so they man. were initially like upset. But then somehow, of course, because this is uh, Bayside, uh, they ended up, uh, they get attention from some modeling uh, prospect yeah, guy or whatever. Do. Of course so, they do. No, it gets worse though, because then now they're all excited because now they're like, oh, so they, they're, they're going to pick the person that is going to go to Paris for a, a modeling shoot. And it's going to be Kelly Kapowski based on him getting, uh, lewd pictures of her without her knowing. <laughs> and then he gets <laughs> upset about the idea of her going to Paris Meeting and sabotages it, oh. sabotages it. And then make sure that she can't go, and then at the end she appreciates the fact that he loves her so much. Sabotage, like yeah, sabotaged yeah <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, that
0: all makes sense. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. All right, so let's get some post-show scores for Dustin Diamond.
2: Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, like I so said, we covered all the major things. Uh, God, I'm. A, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's 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 literally his body's not even cold yet, so I have to be real careful with this one. But uh, I'm going to – to stick with my score, man. He's 4.5. He – you know, I feel bad for the dude uh, to the extent that he uh, grew up as a child star, which is a disaster. And I think it's really hard for people once they are a celebrity to, like, leave the limelight. Uh, That's why you see so many of them come back and, like, to, like, debase themselves as human beings to just stay sort of relevant and get some tabloid exposure or whatever it is. Yep. You know, I don't think he was a good person, so I'm not going to say he was like a regular person. Some of the shit he did was ridiculous, so I'll, I'll stick it to four point five.
1: All right, yeah, I'm in line with Mikey in that sense that, you know, I think he had a little bit of a tough cut. I mean, like, okay, poor him. He was on one of the most popular shows ever right. for teens or preteens, but I mean, like the. The character that he played, unfortunately, he could never break out of in that sense. That's right. He never got the girl. And the one girl that he actually did get was Violet Bickerstaff. That's oh, right. That's yeah. right. Now, Which hold was on. Which Spelling. That's yeah. right. That's you right. Know? Now, hold on. I do
2: have to. Uh, one more Zach Morris thing. Remember this one? Remember when everybody knows that Screech was in love with Lisa Turtle? Yeah. Yep. And love Lisa. Everybody knew it. That was it. when Even the, the show, show focused around. Exactly. i always trying to get her. Do you remember when Zach made out with Lisa in front of Screech just no. to piss him off? No. Yeah, and he I was his best
1: that. friend in the show. That yeah, was the whole right. thing. Yeah, Screech absolutely. and Zach were best friends. There's actually a YouTube channel called Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> <And> it's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty good. See, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, he always got the raw end of the deal, mm. and he even like talked about that to the producers and stuff. I was like, "Can I like hook up with a girl or something? Like, get a good, you know, girl or something like that?" And they're like, "Ah, oh, screech! Don't worry about it. We got you dressed up as Abraham Lincoln next week." Yeah. You know, he's like, "Fuck!" You know, yeah. So you know, I I feel for him, and I know that he was the younger kid on the the set that you know he was pulling practical jokes on everybody. But I think at that point, everybody thought that they were bigger than everybody else at that time and so they just were were belittling him on the set Mm -hmm. and i think that that does a lot to your ego psyche your psyche especially growing up especially being that young and then not being able to get any roles after that Mm -hmm. and then also just i mean like seeing stuff like tiffany amber going over to 90210 Mm-hmm. even jesse or elizabeth berkeley going over to showgirls mm-hmm. getting into the movie career and ac slater going to everything everything, everything. yeah Extra. mario's done well mario i mean like done well. I I mean, randy watched a uh, recipe for seduction based yeah. on the fact that mario lopez, mario lopez yeah it. absolutely Otherwise, the kfc you... short
0: documentary yeah absolutely you
1: know and you know he never got any of that and so you know like i have a soft spot for him in that sense and I think that he did act out a lot, just trying to stay in the limelight. And he often talked about, like, man, I'd love to, you know, get into anything else. And, you know, I'd love to be acting in other stuff, but just could never break out of that mold. Mm-hmm. So I don't put it all on him for all the crazy stuff that he did. So I'm going to dial it back. I originally had him at a 5.5. I'm going to give him a 5.0 as a final asshole score.
0: All right. Good deal. So, yeah, I knew a lot of the stuff that we had covered in the show today about what had kind of happened with Screech. I just remember hearing it in the news, right? You hear about the, mm-hmm. the T-shirt sale and then obviously the sex tape, things like that. But it's not, you know, just over the top. He yeah, definitely, Does that make
1: him an asshole?
0: Right, you know right. I mean? Exactly. It was like you said, he was kind of typecast. Um, he was kind of stuck in that role, wasn't able to kind of succeed after Saved by the Bell in such a great fashion. So I'm going to keep him right around the same four point five as well.
2: Yeah, and I'll be honest, like the worst thing obviously was potentially stabbing a guy. I don't know what the situation was there. The sex tape was messed up, but then his appearance on celebrity was Big like, Brother
0: UK. It, it was that yeah. but there.
2: No, there's another one where it was like biggest loser. Yeah. And he was like legitimately trying to fight everybody on that show. Where he like one was like a drill sergeant and he was like, I'll fight you right yeah. now. Yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah, what yeah. happens. I think that was literally his worst look. And I think a lot of that is just like the dude was Depressed angry. And just yeah, ra- yeah, angry. It's just rage. Yeah, just rage, just rage driven. So I don't know, man. I, I personally hate AC Slater more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Mario Lopez is all right.
1: I didn't like his character on the show.
2: I hated I it. loved him. He was a football captain. Well, yeah, I but mean, he was also a giant
1: douche. Like, remember the like, hey, when he when hey, he called when, yeah. Yeah, yeah when he
2: called Jesse Spano Mama and stuff like that. I was like, oh God, dude. It's like anytime a girl I call calls my a wife dude,
0: Mama. Oh,
2: <laughs> That's gross. God, Mama, Mama. Yeah, it's what's up, like mama? when a girl calls it like a Daddy or whatever. Or like a, a girl, uh, she like doesn't. Ca- yeah, she
0: doesn't no call me Daddy. She doesn't reciprocate on that end. Yeah, good for her. Yeah yeah. She's a better person than you are. <laughs> <thinking> of her. <laughs> I'm the preferred one of the two. It's all. Mama. Right.
2: He said, come on, pretty mama. That's right. Yeah, dude. The Z Cavarichis. And like, then they would have a random scene of him like lifting a 20 pound dumbbell. Right. And it was like, Ooh.
0: Yeah.
1: I did love in the final episode when uh, they graduated, mm-hmm. they had everybody out there in there, you know, with the blue hats and, you know, and the uh, robes and everything. But for some reason, they decided to send A.C. Slater off in a uh, ballet tutu. It was a green oh, yes. tutu that he did some kind of ballet thing. Yeah, yeah, he was dying.
2: Anytime he could just show that body off, he was like, you want to put me in some fucking... Remember, like, he was like, you
0: want to put me in a wrestling singlet? Look, I'm a fucking rotund individual. I would love if I had a body like that. Yeah, I'd be showing it off. I'd <laughs> I be mean, showing I, it I, off. I
2: get it. I, I don't blame him necessarily. It doesn't make it
1: cool, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. So with a 5.0 from Buddy... A 4.5 from Randy and a 4.5 from Mikey. Dustin Screech Diamond's final asshole score is a 4.6. All, right, all right,
0: Dustin. RIP, brother. RIP, yeah. man. We miss you, brother. Absolutely. Awesome. We hope you guys enjoyed this show. As always, if you like what we're doing, tell your friends and like us on all of our social media platforms at AHC Podcast. Until next time, treat everybody well. Have a great, great week, and we'll see you next time. And don't do Dirty Sanchez's to anybody, (laughs) ever. We'll see you next time on Asshole Court.
2: Except for Hitler. You can do a Dirty Sanchez to Hitler because it'll smear right on his little tiny mustache. You
0: would. You'd give him the full stash at that point.
2: Wouldn't even be able to tell.